Julie. Hi, Christine. How are you? I'm good. You're good? I'm good. That's it. I'm just good. That's it? (laughs) Yeah, I'm just good. I've been having a little, like, uh, anxiety the last couple of days, like work, anxiety, just little tiny, low-lying, like, unsettled, but I'm okay. Those are no good. Yeah, it's just like a low-level crabbiness kind of oh yeah 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 like ner- like an anxious energy where you just want to just like i don't know go on vacation that's exactly what i want to do me too maybe we should do that let's do that let's, let's do, that. do that i'll see you on sunday i will see you on sunday <laughs> melomaniacs it is july 7th and yes we are going on vacation that is super super exciting but we're not going for anyway whatever we're going on vacation and this is going to drop while we're gone because Melomaniacs, we're so committed to you that we're recording mm-hmm. twice. We recorded yesterday or was it the day before? Anyway, we're recording twice this week so that we can bring you an episode while we're gone. But don't come, don't come like rob our houses or anything like that because we have house sitters. In fact, I actually hired the cop that lives down the street to watch my house while we're gone. I'm smart like that. Awesome. I hired my next door neighbor who has an arsenal of AK 47s. Nice. Is that what okay, they're called? AR 15s? AR 15s, AK. I think that's. Is that even a gun? I don't know. He has an arsenal of big guns. Oh, okay. You hired the right person. Melomaniacs, if you are a melomaniac and you love music, then you should focus on the fact that today was a beautiful wonderful amazing still is a wonderful amazing a beautiful day because the 1975 came out with their new song oh my god oh my god you guys i have officially launched into i mean i think i was kind of like a huge fan but i think i'm now like slightly obsessed i've always been a really big fan and you know but now low-key oh my god they have knocked it out of the park it is so good y'all go check it I'm out i'm gonna I'm going to listen to that when I get off of here. I can't wait. When does the whole album come out? October 14th, I believe. And they announced that next year they will be touring. So now you can just chew on that new song. That's all you have. Yes, I was hoping for more, but that's okay. I'll take what I can get. I'll just listen to them on repeat and listen to this one song on repeat on our road trip and our big old. Yeah, but you have to wait till October for the rest of it. But it'll be worth it because this was worth it. We waited two years for this one. So, wow. Yippee. What a beautiful day. My ears are very happy. Congrats. Thank you. Well, I have a few today years olds. I didn't give them uh, in the last episode because I had other stuff I want to talk about. But I have a few things. You're not going to know any of these things because you <gasps> and I grew up in the same house, in the same neighborhood, in the same okay. culture, in the same all of it. And if okay. you know any of these things, I'm a gentleman I'm- scholar. You're a gentleman and a scholar. Okay. So I went to this music festival with some pals of mine and they have an RV and PS, I will never sleep in a tent again because I have now camped in an RV. So. Oh, you went glamping. Yeah. I went glamping. First time. Never slept in an RV. Changes your life, girl. You can go sit Mm. in the AC for a while, take a shower, use the bathroom. Changed my life. But I went with these pals of mine, this amazing couple they lived kind of down the road from us and they know some country terms that i did not know and they kept bringing them up okay do you know how like when we've gone to the beach it's never me because i'm not that organized but some member of our family will have a canopy that they'll put up somebody that's more organized than me 
Oh, right. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, someone that's not me or you. I was going to say, I don't bring a tent. <laughs> okay. You just called it a tent. Very interesting. So this is really not a tent because a tent would have, you know, like you would be in a shelter with like walls around you. This right. is just a canopy. Okay. Okay. And they kept calling it an easy up. <laughs> Never heard that. <laughs> easy up. Okay. So the letter E, the letter Z. Yeah. UP. And then the letter U, the letter P, like it's four letters. They kept telling me, Christine, it's four letters. All weekend, I couldn't get it right. So I wrote down in my uh, phone, in my little notes here, the different things that I kept calling it. I was like, do we need to take down the popper E's? <laughs> do we need to take down the easy pop? Do we need to take down the up easy? <laughs> Is it now an easy down because we're taking it down? Yes, exactly. I just couldn't get it. It's an easy up. Okay, so do you know? <coughs> Which by the I'm way, ch- I'm laughing so hard, I'm choking on my laughter. It's really quite simple, easy up. But I just kept yeah. making it more complicated. Also, it's not that easy because someone kind of needs to hold on to all four sides and whatever. Anyway, that's called an easy up. Yeah. Okay. We also had a conversation about different sorts of vehicles. Okay, around the parts that I live in. People ride things called four-wheelers, three-wheelers, a side-by-side, and I think there's a back-to-front or a front-to-back. Oh, are I they know. kind of like motorcycle kind of thing? No, I'm like, no. Okay, so a side-by-side is a four-wheeled little tiny, like picture like a golf cart, but it's badass because it has big wheels and it's like rugged. Okay. That's a side by side because people sit okay. next to each other. Okay. Like I feel like in the country world, everything is very um, literal. This is a side by side. Okay. Got it. And the other thing is an easy up. Like nobody's getting it complicated. <laughs> Except you. <laughs> Except me. I'm totally confused. A four wheeler is when it has four wheels, but you sit front to back. Like someone just sits behind you. There's kind a of like second a second seat in a four wheeler. I thought it was just one seat and someone can sit on your lap. No, it's actually more like a motorcycle where somebody can sit behind you, but you have four wheels. Oh, okay. So a side by side means you sit next to each other. A four wheeler means you sit in front of each other. And a three wheeler also is you sit in front of each other. And around these parts, okay. mm-hmm. there are folks in my um, neighborhood that have coined the term buggy. Okay, so other parts of the country might not call it that, but around here we have people driving buggies. There was a lot of talk about that. Here's another thing. Okay. We were sitting outside between the campers. Campers were really close. Our RV was right next to another RV, and there were a lot of flies, okay? There weren't flies like earlier in the day, and there's a lot of flies. And my friend says, oh, it's probably about to rain. What? Yeah. I go, what? What do you, what? Oh, yeah, the flies always come come around when it's about to rain. I, I I mean, this is the most simple concept, right? This is not complicated. Before it rains, flies get more active and start swarming around humans, whatever. Like, I feel like after 50 years of living, somebody would have told me this. I had never heard that either. But is it true? Did it start raining? Girl, it fucking started raining. <laughs> 
it fucking started raining. Like I had a today years old learning the word and then the today years old thing happened. <laughs> what was like, the word? Which... No, today years old that flies come before it rains. Oh, yes. So she said the words and I learned it and then it happened and to I knew prove it, was it the truth. Wow. Crazy? Truth is not hearsay for you in that situation. <laughs> Thank you. That was so lawyery. Correct. The truth is not hearsay. It just, it was, it was great. I can't believe, I'm like, I am 50 and I didn't know that. Yes. She also said they will start biting before <gasps> a rain. Ew, no, I flies bite? That's kind of what I thought. I don't know if I've been bit by a fly. Probably. I didn't, I didn't know I that flies know. bite. I thought they just pooped every time they landed. That's what everybody always said. Did you know that That's, every time a, you know, a fly lands, they poop? I've heard that. That cannot be true. When you see the amount of times one fly oh flies, God. lands, flies, lands, there's no way. There's no way. There's just no way. Mm -mm. No. I mm -mm. also just want to say that when I made my list of things that I was today years old about, mm -hmm. I wrote something that I don't understand. I wrote in order, wife, dog, trunk <laughs> wife dog trunk whoa this i feel like this is like a new type of like board game i'm gonna have to ask them what that one meant i must have put it i must have written it down thinking oh i'll know what this means yeah exactly so okay anybody out there knows what i think it's a joke like anyway i'll have to ask them yeah, but yeah, odd. I learned uh, I learned some country shit, and I think the most important of that is flies before it rains. I mean, I don't know where if I'm I gonna pay attention. I'm gonna pay attention now. Flies before it rains. Okay, focusing on that every time I see a fly. Well, a bunch of flies, like when I'm outside. Yeah, when they're extra annoying. Mm. Okay. We'll this podcast where we talk about songs. We talk about the lyrics to those songs. We talk about what those lyrics might mean. What they mean to other people, what they mean to us, what they really mean. And it's your turn to have a song. And you have a song. I have a song. Can you believe it that this is the second song we've done by this artist? Can you, Melomaniacs, do you know what it is? Guess what it is? It is a chart, tra chart, trap, what's the chart? <laughs> what's the phrase I'm like? Chart dropping, chart stopping. What's the chart word? Chart topping? Yes, please edit that out. It is the chart topping song Running Up the Hill by Kate Bush. We did women's work by Kate we Bush. We did women's work by Kate Bush, yes. And when I was thinking about doing women's work, I want I almost did running up that hill. And this was months before Stranger Things came out. I was like, oh, but no, it's Mother's Day weekend. Let's do women's work. The timing little is perfect you know. to do this song. Little did I know. Little did everybody know. Little did Kate Bush know. Like Nobody anticipated this, which is so exciting. Never mind the song being amazing and the lyrics being really great. The story that is happening about it present is just so fucking cool. So without further ado, I'm going to read the lyrics and we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about what it means and we're going to talk about why it's why everybody knows about it now. Okay. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. Here we go. It doesn't hurt me. Do you want to feel how it feels? Do you want to know, know that it doesn't hurt me? Do you want to hear about the deal that I'm making? You, it's you and me. And if I only could, I'd make a deal with God and I'd get him to swap our places. 
by running up that road, by running up that hill, be running up that building. See, if only if I only could, oh, you don't want to hurt me, but see how deep the bullet lies. Unaware I'm tearing you asunder. Ooh, there's a thunder in our hearts. Is there so much hate for the ones we love? Tell me, we both matter, don't we? You, it's you and me, and it's you and me won't be unhappy. It's you and me, it's you and me won't be unhappy. Oh, come on, baby, come on, darling. Let me steal this moment from you now. Oh, come on, angel, come on, darling. Let's exchange the experience. We'll be running up that hill. Da da da, we're running up that we're road. running up that hill. We're running up that building. Did you? I mean, yep. it's such a beautiful song. I can just like hear it. Do, 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 do. Let me say a couple things. Okay. I knew you were doing up that hill. Okay, this is one time Melomaniac that I wasn't surprised because we chatted about it. Mm-hmm. And last night I looked up the song to to listen to it. I just wanted to hear the song because I hadn't heard right. it in a long time. Mm-hmm. And I spent the rest of the evening annoying the shit out of everybody in this house. And by that, I mean cats and one human. Going <laughs> I was going to say, who did you have over? <laughs> yeah, my wife, my cats, over and over. I couldn't stop going, be running up that hill. I even was like, do you think I'm singing it well, Dana? Like, do you think I, no. Like, do I sound like Kate Bush? No. But here is what I want to say to the world before we dive in. Mm-hmm. I went to my little iPad, Okay. Usually I fall asleep to podcasts, but I got my iPad out and I was um, making little, I do, I make little things for our Facebook page on, on Canva. Sponsor us. Canva is a thing that lets you do graphic art shit. Okay. So I put in my earphones and I went to Apple music and I press and I put in running up that hill, Kate Bush. Mm-hmm. So I put in Apple music proceeded to play a playlist for me. Oh. I don't think I have the words to express to you. I encourage everybody to do this. It just, I put it in and then the next song was um, like Enya. I was like, oh. And the next song was like a really slow song by the Smiths. And then there was, what? This is amazing. I, I've okay. never been so happy in my life. I'm not, I'm, I'm going to tell you something. This is a real, this is a true story. There is a song that came on by PJ Harvey and Tom York. <laughs> Tom York is the lead singer of Radiohead. And I, I love not, PJ Harvey. I am not lying to you. I mean, this is going to sound so hokey, but I guess this is just the way I feel about music. This is just mm-hmm. like a testament or something. There is a song called The Mess We're In. Mm-hmm by PJ Harvey and Tom York. I listened to it like six times and I actually thought to myself, if I died right now in this bed, I would die the happiest person alive because of this That's how the song, song. made you feel. Yeah. Mm, isn't that so... That's why we're melomaniacs, melomaniacs. It's songs like that that literally just like radiates our soul. It's just like... Yeah. I had a hard time falling asleep. Us. And, and I mm. part of my inability to fall asleep was just my like generalized anxiety but i also was like i don't want to fall asleep because i want to hear what they play for me next i refuse to look at it oh that's so good you know what Mm. 
you know nothing about this song and you know nothing about why this song is in this current television show. But when I tell you what you just what you just were talking about is going to kind of this is all going to come into like blowing our our brains. Okay, like it's going to blow our minds. I'm like blown away by what you're saying. And you're going to be blown away how this is all going to tie in. I'm oh my God. Oh my God. I so can't excited. Wait. I can't wait. This I'm is so sweaty. good. This, is, this is good. Yeah. Getting sweaty. It's getting hot. I got cleavage sweat and I don't even have cleavage. You do not have cleavage. <laughs> Let's be clear. Let's be clear. Itty bitty titty committee. Okay. This song was originally released. Can you guess what year? 1983. 80? 1983. Ooh. Close. 85. Okay. It was released in 85 on her, um, Kate Bush's album, hounds of love it was originally titled deal with god it mm-hmm. wasn't titled the running up that hill she, that still is in a parenthetical yes isn't it? exactly she okay. wanted so they agreed to kind of the record execs were like it's too risky people won't play it you it won't get it on the charts people won't play it so you she did running up the hill and then she put it in parentheses deal with god is in parentheses really actually in 1987 fun fact she performed it with david gilmore from the from pink floyd at this ball this like british ball thing it's really cool i i will link the um performance when kate bush was asked what it means she's always been kind of private about her songs but she has come forth and said what this song means like back when it was released and then current when she when she's been interviewed recently so she okay. says, quote, I was trying to say that a man and a woman can't understand each other because we are a man and a woman. And if we could actually swap each other's roles, if we could actually be in each other's places for a while, I think we'd both be very surprised. And I think it would lead to a greater understanding. And really, the only way I could think it could be done was either, you know, I thought make a deal with the devil, but why not make a deal with God? Because in a way, it's so much more powerful, the whole idea of asking God to make a deal with you. For me, it is still called Deal with God. That was its title. But then she says that they had to change it, like I was saying earlier, because all these countries probably wouldn't have played it because it had God in the title. So that is the premise of what it means. Oh, my God. Okay, I got to sit with that for a second. Yes, sit with that. Just sit with that for a second. Okay. Switching roles and the deal that she's trying to make is to trade places. And the running up the hill, I think, is to find like she's in order to make a deal. I'm gonna run up the hill. I'm gonna I'm gonna, you know, try to get this deal with God. Yeah. Yeah, like God's at the top of the mountain like Moses always was. Wasn't Moses always hanging out at the top of the mountain with like a fiery bush or something? Yeah, he kind of he kind of just hung out real up high, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah like he was like all mighty or something. And there's a lot of hills, yeah. Can I say what I thought it meant? Are we not? Yes, yes, please more? do. No, go for it, please. I thought that this song was swapping places with somebody that had died. That you, I would make a deal with God and I would die so that you could be here. Mm. Which feels like a sentiment you might have like towards your child. I was just about to say that's how I feel. That's exactly how the motherly instinct that's like defines. Yes, I know exactly. Yes. That's, that's what I thought this song was about. Wow. Um, Okay. Now I'm looking at it with a different lens. It does have a different perspective when you really realize what it's about. 
And if you think about it, it's almost never mind man, woman role. It's just more just like personality roles. Like you could be, you know, what in, even in same sex partners or um, relationships or whatever, regardless of gender, it's more like, I want to, I just wish I could just trade places for one day. I deal with God. I make a deal with God so I could trade places so I can understand where you're coming from and you can understand where I'm coming from. I think we all feel that way when we're in an argument with someone that doesn't see the way we see. And if you think about it, wouldn't that be great if we could all do that, especially under the circumstances now with all these crazy things happening in the world, like pro gun people need to get, need to trade places with anti gun people, pro abortion people need to trade places with anti abortion people. Maybe we could see a different perspective, but maybe that's so smart. That's so smart. Yes. But do we really think, I mean, I think in some situations, I think it could really clear the air, but in some situations, I don't know, could it, will, will, would it, I don't know. It's, it's an interesting perspective to think about trading places. So she said that about man and woman when, when she first wrote it in the eighties. And I, I wonder sure. now if she would say just trading places in general, but I think that was the premise of when she wrote the song was like being in a, a you know, a straight relationship and trading places with your partner. And the video is kind of like that too. She's like dancing with the male partner and they're, you know, yeah. there's been movies like the swappy movies where like a kid trades places with another kid and it's like really Or with funny. their parent. <laughs> or with their parent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's always like mm-hmm. funny and kitschy and stupid. Yeah. It would be interesting to see like a serious film where that really did happen. Yes. It needs to be some sort of story because I don't feel like I've seen that story anywhere in book or film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I mean, I do know a, a, a writer <clears throat> that is pretty smart. <clears throat> you could write it. Yeah, there's, there's your next book idea. Well, gosh, I guess I can't do a podcast anymore. Yeah. Okay, so Bye, she guys. wrote the she wrote this <laughs> like talking to a lover, a male partner. We could understand e- each other better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So she wants to make a deal with God. Like, let's trade places, you know, so we can understand each other better and see each other's perspective better. And, you know, maybe we'll get along better. Or maybe we'll see eye to eye in this situation or who, what have you. So shall we fast forward to today and what's happening right now with this song? Or do we do we ready to talk about what's happening right now? No, I wonder. I don't think that the stranger things phenomenon is the reason why we're doing this song. Because like I said earlier, I was going to do running up the hill, but I chose this woman's work. So, but I do think that we're going to lead up to the stranger things phenomenon has put her in a different realm and Mm -hmm. it's just mind blowing. Okay. So yeah. So the song was released in 1985 and when it first came out, it was like number 30 on the charts. And then it maybe was like number eight in the UK had a pretty good success run but nothing comparatively speaking to what happened in the last couple months. So typically she doesn't allow licensing of her songs and the creators of the show approached her and she's actually a big fan of the show. And she's like, yeah, I think that's great. Cause they told her the concept and where they were going to put it in this, in the show. And she agreed to it. And so upon release of this, the fourth season of stranger things, the song increased streams on Spotify by 9,900%. That's the streaming. That's how much it's streamed. The placement of the song in the show. Okay. 
I'm mm-hmm. going to do my very best not to have any spoilers. So there's a, there's a scene, there's a situation where one of the characters is needing to free herself from death and bad things that are about to happen to her. And they figure out that the one thing that she can do to distract herself from this person taking over her is music. So earlier in the show, like a couple episodes prior, she's walking through the school halls and she's listening to Running Up That Hill. So it kind of alludes that like that's her favorite song. So mm-hmm. they get run to the car and they get the music and they put on Running Up That Hill on her on her headphones for her. And it's almost like she goes into this trance and she's able to escape and be free. Wow. So she has to listen to that song always, the whole forever or whatever amount of time. Oh, to save her from from this something bad, something bad. So she has to play it on repeat. So yeah, each time you see her from that scene on, she's got her headphones around her neck. Sometimes they're on her on her ears, but they're usually on her neck, and you can hear it faintly playing. <gasps> and then there's a couple of moments where they're like, she says things like, "I'm going to give Kate." The, she references Kate Bush like I'm going to give Kate Bush a, a break for a moment or something and the guy's like she probably deserves it or something like that where they make little like things where she's like I'm not going to listen to it for a minute um, and then he's like you don't want to do that it's scary whatever but she she's convinced like okay I have to listen to it because it's my only so okay hold on I have to digest that <sighs> So I thought that there was just like one scene and they played the Kate Bush song. Uh, this is like going to stick with the rest of, or it was on multiple episodes of this season. It, yes, it was on the, I think maybe the first episode and then it, this huge scene. I think this scene, I just watched season four in its entirety. They broke up season four into like two um, parts and I just watched it all. So I don't know what episodes were in part one and part two, but I think that the the huge scene with the song was the last episode of the the first part so it kind of left you hanging maybe gotcha that's what i've yes they continue and there's referencing of it but it's it the main premise of the song and why it's so important in the show is that it saves a character's life and it it continues to save her life the metaphor of that is just mind-blowing because us melomaniacs know exactly what that feels like metaphorically i just said that i thought i could die happy while listening it wasn't this you know while listening to these songs like that it was like mm-hmm. i told holy you holy shit isn't it insane i mean i think oh my god i know so they also came to her and were like the song we're asking to use i'm gonna call it deal with god because that's what she wants to call it yeah we want to use deal with god in this way mm-hmm. and she was like fuck yes Kind of, yeah. That's what I'm understanding from the interview that she did. She was like a big fan of the show and she was like, okay, yeah, that sounds great. And I wonder if she wasn't a fan of the show, she would have maybe agreed to it. I don't know. But I think the fact that she had watched the show and she was really into it. And then, I mean, obviously, I think that's kind of like the deal. If you're going to do a song in a specific show or movie, you kind of have to tell the artist where, like, what's the point? Sure. I'm sure she was like, oh, even more hell yes. But the creators of the show, I wonder if when they were writing it, they were like, okay, we're going to make music the thing that saves this person's life. At some point, we're going to figure out what that song is going to be. 
Mm-hmm. I would love to pick their brain because there's another scene. I'm not going to give this away, but there's another scene where music kind of saves the day as well in a different context. And it's just like, and that artist that they were playing, like has been posting and like, yeah, you know, like rock on, like they're, they're enjoying the hype of it as well. I don't think they have as many streams as Kate Bush has, but they probably do. It's amazing. Like the scene you, you, you just, I'm, I'm speechless. Like I never thought that I would watch something scary or something like, you know, another dimension, creepy, like monster stuff. But the character development in this show from season one to season four, the way it's just, it's okay. Like nothing so else. I watched season. I don't even know if I got all the way through season one. I watched several episodes and I was just straight up making fun of it. Like I, <laughs> I loved the music. I loved the um, the scenery and the and the costumes and stuff. Mm-hmm. I but there was a skit that Saturday Night Live did around the time of season one, and SNL like nailed all the feelings mm-hmm. I had about it. Like I just yeah. thought it was so corny and dumb. Mm-hmm. But everybody is talking about it, and I'm I feel like I need to give it another chance. Yeah, you should if you can get to this point because you want to get to where I'm at. What you're watching? It's Could I so- just watch? Could I just watch season four and skip? No. Okay. All right. She is shaking her head. No way. It gets really deep. And I don't know this, this past season, they dove into, you know, like what it's like to be a teenager. I mean, I think they've always kind of dove into that, but the last, they're really diving into growing up in the eighties or just growing up being a teenager. And that's why right now this season has captured kids. Zaylin's obsessed with it. My 11 year old, she, She's watched it probably like four times the current season. She's obsessed. Wow. This is making me realize. Mm-hmm. So it sounds to me like at the scene where she puts, where she realizes that music is essentially saving her life. D- does it feel like she's making a deal with God, the character? Sort of. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's a supernatural thing. So, I mean, I'm if I say God, maybe like the spirit world or whatever's happening. Mm-hmm. Like, Yes. I'm just yeah. wondering if the lyrics, obviously, like musically, I'm sure it's beautiful, but do the lyrics kind of match up with the plot? Uh, kind of, sort of. Yeah, I think so. Because it goes into like, she's got some past trauma. Everyone has this like past trauma and part of this, you know, force that is bad. The 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 villain of the show plays on that. Like, it's like digging into your deepest darkest darkest self so it's almost like she's making a deal like okay i'm either going to follow him into the darkness or i'm going to follow kate bush into where my friends are trying to save my life aha okay so yeah but they discover the music thing it's like you're on this like edge of your seat and they don't really know the music thing and then they're like let's give it a shot and then it's just like this like intense and all the while it's like you just want to hear the song it's i could watch that episode and it's like kind of scary it's a scary scene it's just so intense but i have to to watch all of it though to get to that because i kind of just want to watch that but i won't get it you can probably i don't know give it a whirl try i don't know i don't know if you could watch it we'll have to discuss it on our vacation and decide if you can because i don't know if you could just watch season four like just pick it up okay because you definitely can't just watch that season four that episode you need to kind of like no, right. you do because there's some trauma that happened. Yeah, you need to. Okay, I'm going to do it. We're going to do it. You're going to get what? You're going to get it on. Get it on. Watch it. So let's talk about like the success of it. So do you want to guess how much money she has received in royalties since the release on May 27th? Well, 
I don't understand how music works anymore in the world, but because you get like only a few cents per download or through per streaming, right? Like when I played mm-hmm. it, she made like 0.2 cents or something. Right. But then she would have gotten paid by the Stranger Things people. Mm-hmm. And then people are probably buying the album on iTunes. Is I think buying? the way it works is like royalties in in a, in its entirety is each time it's played on the radio because radio is kind of still a thing each time it's downloaded each time it's streamed people can listen to it and not download it and then i think in addition then the production company of the the show pays them like pays her like in addition so essentially she's been making music off it since 1985 she's been because she just keeps yeah, I did. I did see that she has a hundred percent ownership. She doesn't have to split this with anybody. Exactly, she has one hundred percent ownership. Yeah, and the, which makes the, this number even more fascinating. The streamings went up nine thousand three hundred percent, almost nine thousand nine hundred percent. Like before, oh people God. would li- maybe would would listen to it once every couple of weeks or something. Now it's like thousands of times a, a day, a minute. I don't know how much has she made. I'm going to say two point three million dollars. I don't know. You cheated. No. That's exactly what it is. It's $2.3 million. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. I don't have... Look at Here's my hands. I wasn't looking at my phone. I wasn't on my keyboard. It's $2.3 million. That's how much Dana. Dana looked up her net worth last night. So, I mean, I didn't cheat. Dana looked up her net worth, which is $6 million. Mm, okay. That's, she said the same thing. I wonder how much money she's made off of this. And she got her net worth. So, I don't know if she mm. was worth $6 million before this or not. Oh, gotcha. Either way, so she made she has made two point three million since May twenty seventh, and it's going to and keep that's just happening. it's it's going to keep growing. It's just going to keep getting higher, and I bet every single musician on the face of the planet is like calling up the makers of Stranger Things. Hey, I got a great song for you. Like, can you imagine like this? So she broke some huge like records. There's this thing in the UK official singles chart. Okay, so it was on the chart on. Okay, this is so strange how this works. There's all these like rules on like the chart topping things. So because of its older song re-entering the chart, the official charts company accelerated chart radio ACR. There's like a rule that means that is it's 700,000 per day streams were halved when factored in for the chart and counted for less than 400,000 streams per day for that week's number. Okay, I know that sounds really, really weird. What on earth did you just say? I don't know what I said, but basically, I know, I was like, maybe if I read it out loud, it'll make more sense, but it doesn't make any more sense. Basically, there was like these rules that said, because the song was released this year, it can't necessarily get to number one, but the record label made a, a, a like a request to the ACR to like break to like not let that rule be. So it it hit number one. And so it is it now was, number one on the charts because they took whatever rule away. Why did you give all those numbers? What was that? Why did you even? Because I was trying to make sense of what they were saying. It was something about like seven hundred thousand streams per four hundred thousand streams for a Harry Styles song. I don't know. I was trying to make it make sense, and you can edit it out because it doesn't make any fucking sense. No, I but- just. I thought it here. Well, here's what happened is I was listening to you and I was like, she is saying this with such confidence. Like it makes sense to her. Oh no, it made no sense to me. I was just oh, reading. Okay. Maybe I just was you, reading what they told me. I think it's because you forgot to multiply it by pi. Oh yeah. 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 That would have made it clear. That would have made it so much more sense. So it reached number one on the UK charts on June 17th. 
And it was her first number one since Weathering Heights in 1978. So 1978 was the last time she had a number one hit. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, it literally like it's it's insane how much it's it it like hit number one and it's like reached number it re- reached number one in eight countries. You know what else I wonder? I wonder if there's people like me that are melomaniacs who Mm -hmm. didn't watch Stranger Things, but are now going to watch Stranger Things because of Kate Bush. Right, exactly. So so she's going to, so even, even though you're a fan of hers and you know her song, you're going to watch Stranger Things and you're going to, she's going to get paid even more because the royalties of how many people watch it. So yes, it's like a double. Yeah. And it sounds like, can you say based on this episode, if you think the song could be pertinent in the next season or you think that plot line is over? It will be. Well, you don't want to spoil it. I don't know. I don't know. And I think even if I did know, I don't think it would spoil it. I don't know. But we've kind of seen like a trend with the creators of this show. Like they're obviously like stuck in this like I don't know if I don't know what their age is, but they grew up in the 80s, 90s. You know, like the whole show has been you know, like you said, it's the costumes and what they're wearing. And like, there's all these little, you know, jabs and little things that you're like, oh, I remember when that happened. You know what I mean? So they have tied music into it quite a bit, but this season they did, they did it justice. They did. There's so many other little moments where you're like, yes, this song. Well, that's what's so brilliant about it is that's how they get an older audience. Yes, and that's how they exactly exactly. But they get the younger audience based on the plot line and just whatever. And it's kid actors. It's the the stars of the show are teenagers. They're they're. I mean, they were like kids when they first came out, and now they're yeah. And then you get us like the older generation because yeah, it's like. Well, yeah, and we're like, oh my gosh, Winona Ryder is the mom. Oh yeah, we're old enough for Winona Ryder to be the mom. Oh my god. And get this, this is this is a fun fact. One of the newer characters, she came in, I think, last season. She is the daughter of Uma Thurman and Ethan Hawke. Who oh, she's gorgeous. She's so cute. Ethan Hawke was in Reality Bites with Winona Ryder. Ooh, seven like one of the Winona Ryder, which is like one of the greatest movies ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she is a great character, and she is. See, beautiful. she annoyed me in those first couple episodes I watched, and SNL made fun of her so perfectly. <laughs> he was always just like. <laughs> Well, was like the yes. same facial expression the same like she was just like the same i actually okay i'm making a confession i actually watched the first few episodes of stranger things and i hated winona writer oh wow you really i know because like of course i love her i love winona writer does she seem like she stays on the same like level of whininess like she doesn't have much of a range i think is what bothered me i don't know yeah she gets, she becomes more likable and she also becomes not as big of a character. Like she's in less scenes as it goes on. You know what? The kids are the highlight. The the kids, okay. it's all about the teenagers. It's all about them. And their development is like, makes you want to just like hug them all. I highly recommend it. Cause when you get to this point where you see this scene and. Okay. Okay. So the moral of it is that music is not just like you know a couple people just strumming on the guitar and making music like it is it can it penetrates your soul and it can save your life metaphorically and And literally yes literally there's we can all vouch for those moments where we're feeling so dark and then we we go on our apple music and they they play this 
really great playlist and each song is just like oh yeah i was in some other i i went to just like it really felt sort of spiritual you went to the you went to the upside upside (laughs) and that stranger things the upside down is like you know the dark place but you oh, are you sure it's down. not are you sure it's not the easy up oh it is 